The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please. Time is money. Money is time. Thank you for spending your time with us here on the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Whether you spending a dollar or a dime. Ooh, y'all like that? Y'all like that? Hey, everybody, this is episode 83 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We got three hosts on the show. My name's Nookie Bishop Jr. I'm one of the three hosts. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host with the co-most, T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, checking in with you. What's going on? Oh, today is a fantastic day here in the nation's capital, and we'll get into why it's so fantastic later. But it's also almost the weekend. Thank you, Black Jesus, because your girl is tired. That's what's up. Now, we usually tape on Wednesday. However, today is Thursday, also known as Friday Eve. So you're looking forward to the weekend, T-Petty? I am. I'm also looking forward to seeing Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson to all the mad white people. Ah, die salty bitches. Absolutely. I can't wait. We got now in between now and October to uh, practice. We're going to get into that in just a moment. So appreciate you. And uh, dodging and raindrops. It's been raining out there for two straight weeks. So we'll see what's up. My main man, my brother, Dries Elbow. What's up, man? What's going on in Baltimore? What's, what's happening? What's up, Nook? What's up, T Patty? This your boy Idris Elbow with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And Nook, like you said, it's rainy. It's a rainy Thursday. And it's been raining like all day. It's not, you know, it's just been wet. And um, I guess I'm I'm moisturized now <laughs> from all this rain. So maybe it's a good thing. Okay, now water, make sure <laughs> water imparts no no moisture, sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. Is it a flower? It's, and tempor- water? it's temporary moisture. It's That's true. It's just when it dry up, T Patty, but it works for a, a short <laughs> amount of time. Okay. Is it water and flour that can make some semblance of paste? Is that what uh, ash and yes, water? Yes, it would does make. make- <laughs> Oh it makes God. space. I don't think it makes ash, but it makes, gone, makes space. He's gone off the rails already. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, T. Petty alluded to it. We are not going to bury the lead. Subject 1A. Today, Thursday, April 7th, by a vote of 53 to 47, the United States Senate confirmed Katanji Brown Jackson, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, is now Supreme Court Justice to be Katanji Brown Jackson, again by a vote of 53 to 47, making her the first Black woman Supreme Court Justice. Today is a historical day. T. Petty, where were you when you heard the vote? And what were your feelings? Fill in a few of the blanks. Uh, I was actually on a work call, um, but... I got a billion text messages and Twitter notifications almost immediately. So of course I knew what happened. It was a lovely thing. The clip of the first black female vice president 
making the call that the uh, nomination was confirmed was a beautiful thing. Seeing all those Republican senators storm out mad as a motherfucker was a beautiful thing. And also seeing Willard Mitt Romney, the only Republican who stayed and applauded with the rest of the chamber. So kudos to him for maintaining his um, dignity and apparently a moral compass, even though I still was never going to vote for his ass in uh, 2012. But at least he has some principles. So I got to hand it to Willard. Um, but never mind him. This day is about KBJ. And it was a fantastic day. The selfie with Joe Biden in the White House. Just all the things. Feeling very proud and very uh, Black girl magic-y today. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to circle back with you on uh, some components of the story in just uh, a few minutes. But uh Drees, we thought it was going to be 51-50, or we thought it was going to be 52-48. to 48. Actually, the vote was 53-47. to 47. All Democrats got in formation. We'll talk a little bit about the Republicans in addition to Mitt Romney, who got uh, their act together and voted to confirm. Now, is it Supreme Court justice-elect, or how, what's the proper term, T. Petty? You know, I don't know, but let me find out. Okay, we'll uh, say uh, forthcoming. We'll see you in October, Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. Drees, where were you when you heard the news? And and just give me your reactions, bro. Yeah, I was in a group of people, and matter of fact, I was talking at the time, and then someone interjected, it's like, wait, I got, I got to tell you, like, uh, you know, we got a new Supreme Court Justice, and then everybody just erupted in applause. So everybody was like happy in the group that I was in. It was about a group of like 12, that 12 13 very people. Black. Huh? I well, I tell you, it, it's a very diverse group. It was a very diverse group, right? And it was it was it wasn't all black. It was a lot of people of color though. <laughs> I tell you that it's a lot of people of color, like 90% people of color. <laughs> but it was it was it was good. So folks was like really excited about it. And it's so new, right? Nook, you said it's fresh. It's it's only like um probably about what? Five to seven hours old. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that fresh. So I haven't even had a chance to look at any news or anything. My day has just been crazy. I just celebrated for that moment. And I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen no pictures, T Patty. I hadn't seen nothing on social media. So this is all new to me. So I'm I'm super excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was um, just doing some work assignments and, um, you know, I was flipping across. Uh, some things that I was seeing and boom, saw it and was uh, quite impressed. We had predicted 5150, thinking that Vice President Harris would have to cast the deciding vote. Then we said 5248. Uh, we didn't know where the two Republican votes were going to come from, but uh, it actually was 5347. So it was um, Susan Collins, Senator from Maine. Uh, they can get my money. I will be going up there this summer and getting some lobsters and celebrating freely in Maine. Also, uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska. That was a shocker. She uh, also uh, voted to confirm Judge Brown Jackson, as did uh, Mitt Romney, um, as T. Petty said. So 53 to 47, a historic, historic day here in the United States of America. The Supreme Court of the United States, founded in 1789, literally this day has been 233 years in the making and another black box of excellence that we can check 
off the scorecard, scoreboard and the scorecard that we have here in the United States of America. T. Patty, I know that, uh, you know, um, the vote had to go through the Senate Judiciary Committee and there was a hurdle, um, not to be uh, unexpected uh, there, that was uh, ultimately cleared and uh, they voted to uh, sort of minimize debate as far as the, um, uh, you know, the confirmation process was concerned. Uh, what, what were your thoughts and feelings leading up to the vote and sort of getting out of a Judiciary Committee for a final vote with the Senate? Now, you know, the whole process of going before that committee pissed me off from the very beginning. Did you know that there was not always hearings before the Judiciary Committee? Do you know how and why that started? I do. I did not Let know. Let me that. guess. Racism. <laughs> Eggs black. So uh, it started when Judge Brandeis was nominated to the Supreme Court because why? He was Jewish. That is when that started. And so to see this Black woman of <laughs> the highest intelligence uh, be berated and, uh, well, they attempted to belittle her and her accomplishments, that shit pissed me off. Then they predictably, all 11, after touting her accomplishments, her her qualifications, far more qualified than those last three jackasses that they confirmed with no problem. They said all of these glowing things about her and they were like, nah, but I'm not gonna support her. So it's a hearty fuck you to all of them. So Chuck Schumer had to do a little procedural thing where it's like, it's a tie, but whatever, we're gonna advance her out of the committee for the full vote. And then they voted to limit debate, thank God, because who wants to hear those racist motherfuckers one millisecond longer than, than they had to. Then we got to the historic uh, vote today. But I do not want to give Murkowski and Collins too much motherfucking credit here. You don't get credit from me from doing the basic fucking minimum. This was basic fucking minimum. The fact that nobody else on that side of the aisle voted for her is repugnant. And I won't forget it and I won't forgive it. I will never forgive, I mean, I was never gonna forgive those racist motherfuckers anyway. But their treatment of her struck so many nerves with me that uh, them, their progeny, their wives, their pets, their supporters, and anybody who has anything to do with them will never get not even the slightest modicum of respect for me from now until the end of fucking time. Mm -hmm. Duly noted, duly noted. Dries, besides the uh, reaction that you got uh, when you were at your work gathering, man, what else uh, came to mind as uh, this historic day and the um, confirmation for Judge Katanji Brown Jackson came to pass? You know, a couple of thoughts came to my mind. One, like you know, like you said, you like super excited, and you said this is what two hundred and what almost forty years in the making. Mm -hmm. You know, two hundred thirty something, you know, years in the making. And, you know, so part of it, you're, you're like super excited, right? Like it's a black woman on the Supreme Court. And what that means for like, you know, you know, low black girls and just women and, and girls in general, right? Uh, to have her there. But then to think about it, like it's been 230 years. It took us that long just to get to this point. And so some of it is, is like sobering too, right? 
it's like elation, but then it's sobering at the same time. And especially like T. Petty said, when you think back to that, to that um, judicial, like, you know, I don't even, I don't even want to call it like, it, like a, a hearing. It was, it, it, it was, it, I don't even know what to call it, but that makes it, it even a like worse. Circus right? is what it was. Yeah. You know, to see that take place, right. And know it's been like 230 years. It just kind of also just really brings it into stark contrast, like how far we are from that kind of perfect union and what we want and need to be as a country too at the same time. So it's a time to rejoice, but it's also like a stark reminder. Absolutely. Drees, you said in the past uh, podcast that you said Joe had to nominate a black woman. It was some debate out there as to whether it would come to pass. It did come to pass and the confirmations happened, man. So 1,865 points for you, brother. Yeah, and, and that was, you know, smart on his part, right? Like it, it was it was time and it was definitely like the qualifications was always there, right? Like, you know, KBJ is like amazing, but it's like amazing black women, right? And, you know, that, that are out there doing the work. So uh, they just overlooked, right? It's not like, she, you know, it's some rare kind of thing to ever find one like this. It's like, no, they're there. You're just not looking or giving them opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. T. Patty, you want to take another laugh on this? I know it's a very uh, super historical moment. Um, I just, I mean, Black women are, everything like Dries said we like our level of excellence is not unusual we all have heard the adage every black person well every like for real black person was raised with the adage that you have to be twice as good to be considered even be considered for the same opportunity so you can imagine the hurdles that this woman had to to jump over to reach the level that she has reached today. And I just am very, very proud of her um, and the criticisms of her from both the black and white community because the whole tests were like, oh, she got a white husband. <sighs> I could do a whole show on that one by myself. Mm. Um, so those critic criticisms, which are not even real because if you don't want us marrying white men, then you can marry us motherfuckers. How about that? Mm. So we can talk about that on another show. But um, that and then, of course, the unfounded accusations that were coming from the QAnon party of the GOP about pedophilia and all that other type of foolishness, pure projection uh, on their part. Um, but she, the level of grace that she displayed is something that was so familiar to every Black woman who has had to sit in a room and listen to people stupider, much more, well, not stupider, much less intelligent, much less like really accomplished and not having had anything handed to us to have, sit in a room and be surrounded by white mediocrity that's also arrogant at the same time. It really makes you want to punch somebody in the fucking face. So her grace under fire was just something, um, A, to be admired, but also something that just makes you angry because why should we have to be graceful in the face of bullshit? But we know that's how the game is played. So um, I'm just really, really proud and happy for her. And we can Absolutely. dissect all the different layers to this from now until the end of this year and we still wouldn't get to the bottom of it. 
Exactly. But we can try. We can try. And I just want to say now it's okay for her to like talk about how she related to James Brown and Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's all right for it to come out now. <laughs> so I, I had uh, three thoughts on this. One, uh, they will be creating law school curriculum courses on this that will be taught for years and decades to come. That's one. Um, I think it is also a shining example to all lawyers, especially young black lawyers and super specifically young black women lawyers that you can ascend to the highest height of your profession. And now you have a super bright star to attach your wagon to and that you too can become a Supreme Court justice. That's one. Two, procedurally, uh, technically, uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson will not become uh, will not be on the Supreme Court until October. So we need the Secret Service and whoever else is um, the protective forces that's going to be around her to do their job and treat her as a national treasure all the way until October and therefore uh, to the end of time. This woman must be protected at all costs. That's two. And then three. Um, Y'all know I had to uh, bust out in a little bit of song. I've been singing this song all day. Uh, Y'all will be familiar with it, maybe not in the way I sing it, but it was a song made famous by the late, great Dinah Washington, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, Lord, he's clearing his throat, y'all. What a difference a day made. Oh, come on, vibrato. 24 little hours. Yes. Yes, Katanji Brown Jackson. Come on with the notes. For justice. So, so proud of Diana Washington was one of my favorites. They can't sing like that no more. They don't make singers like that no more. So, you know, when they hit the classics, especially Diana Washington, uh, your boy got a, got a, you know, belted out. A little bit of bravado. I appreciate that, T. Petty. You know, I don't, I haven't sung in a long time, but, uh, you know, gotta gotta work on it. But hey, I done seen some records out that um, you know you put a little auto tune on your boy, and I could do a little remix or something. So you know, you might be watching out for my album that might go you know double balsa wood or something like that. So, <laughs> so that's what's up. Balsa You're listening wood. to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, a podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics. See there, we did that all in one story with a lot of laughs in between. We touched that point too. Remember, you can catch our full library of episodes uh, on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, or excuse me, fo- download, follow, rate, and review. So, download, follow, rate, and review today. Okay. Um, let's see. We touched on this on episode 82, a lot of mixed reaction on the Will Smith story. I'll give, uh, you Dries a couple of, uh, points that have happened oh, since that lab, last oh. broadcast. We'll just We're touch still on talk the- about this. Exactly. Do we have, All right. go ahead. No. All right. Okay. Come on. Come on. Right. Will, yeah. is res- Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. Uh, OJ, who was no fan of Chris Rock says he wouldn't have slapped Chris Rock with that. He understood a past joke who? that, uh, who OJ? OJ? Yes. See, Who the hell is asking OJ Simpson what he thinks about anything? Exactly. See, see you know hell? what it is? You know whose fault it is? It's our fault because we said um, that we talked about OJ in a past episode that him wanting to get his Heisman back was akin to something. And see, we had brought OJ back into the news. People was listening to the Digital Gumbo podcast and like, call OJ, call OJ, see what he was saying. Now, I was on his side for him getting his shit back. I will say that. The first and only time you ever hear me say I was on his side. 
It was his stuff. He just went to go get it back. He was just a little, you know, he was a, a little, little uh, uh, super aggressive. In, a little uh, aggressive. A little yeah, aggressive. Just a little by police standards. He was very. <laughs> and look, if you're gonna be aggressive, don't be judged by police standards, especially if you have literally gotten away with murder. I'm not. You know, I mean, hey, mm. the greatest justice system in the world found him not guilty. Mm. That's what the white people tell us, right? And they got his ass in a civil case. <laughs> Because they was mad. They was mad. Now they always telling us, this is the greatest justice system in the world. And then as soon as they get an outcome they don't like, then they want to sue you and shit. That was very suburban the way you said that. Can you say that again? That was like I he was an actress. Do I don't know. That just got stuck in my throat even doing that. Oh, okay, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> And then um, Tony Rock, uh, Chris Rock's brother, uh, had a comedy set and he came out and he said that, you know, Will Smith need to watch his back. It's like 10 Rock brothers. Like people's like, Tony Rock is Chris Rock's brother. I was like, yes. So uh, Chris, Tony Rock said there's like 10 Rock brothers. So uh, Will Smith might have better keep his uh, head on the swivel. Any reaction one way or the other to the uh, events since the slap? So ain't nothing happening except um, you said Will Smith. Re resign from the academy. I'm sorry, I don't follow the academy. I guess the academy has members who's actors or actresses, and then like you can not be a member. Like I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know if you have to achieve a certain height or whatever it is, or you have to get invited in or whatever. But I guess they can get invited in. You become a member of the society. You may get voting rights or something like that. I don't know how. Oh, you can you can vote on the awards or something like that. But I'm saying like he, so he just resigned. Like that that's nothing. Like I I I slapped somebody in your building and I I'm not coming back in your building no more. He right. should not have resigned. Resigned for what? Roman Polanski is have they done anything to censor him? And he's a literal child rapist. Mm. Harvey Weinstein, all those motherfuckers that have been abusing and taking and taking advantage of women and men in the academy and they want to get all up on their hind legs about will smith get the fuck out of here and those are just the ones we know about fuck them mm -hmm. fuck the academy for real mm. um we are gonna go all over the place uh, on the map on this one because uh you know sometimes we format a show and sometimes we don't we just uh, go with what uh, is in the news um t petty Workers at a Starbucks in Western New York, upstate New York, have uh, unionized, as has some Staten Island Amazon workers. Um, at one of the Starbucks where the first union vote took place, the um, person that organized the union has been fired. And um, some people were saying on the, uh, on the interwebs that, um, you know, the person that had um, organized a union with Amazon should watch their back as well. Um, one positive a vote in terms of unionizing, but two, do you expect any, you know, sort of, uh, you know, funny play or, you know, uh, any actions to come down on these workers that are unionized? So the Amazon, the black man that, um, organized the, the Amazon warehouse that just unionized, he was fired two years ago. And that was after racist smears from leadership about how he's not articulate and intelligent. We know what that means. Y'all calling him a nigger without doing it. Um, but definitely victory for the workers. And Starbucks, that young lady that was fired, her name is Layla. 
mm-hmm. um, was 19 years old, had been an exemplary employee, and magically they found a way to discipline her about some bullshit uh, right before they were taking that that unionized unionization vote. So I stand with unions. I am the product of a union family. The rest of this country should be as well. There would be no middle class without unions. There would be no Saturdays and Sundays off without unions. None of that shit would happen without unions. Benefits, vacations. So uh, I support unions, even if that means that uh, prices go up a little bit. But let's be clear. CEOs and C-suite leadership they can sacrifice some pay and some uh, some of those benefits that they get in order to keep prices down to unionize their workers. There's no reason that people should be experiencing all the workplace injuries that take place in these Amazon warehouses. We all know about that. There's no reason that these people should be working 40-hour weeks, 50-hour weeks, and still have to pick up other jobs to make ends meet. Fuck all that. So unionize away, and they definitely have my support. Absolutely. I did not know that uh, Layla, the uh, unionizing uh, employee from upstate New York, I believe it was in Buffalo, New York, uh, was 19. So you uh, really think that there will be a disconnect as far as young people and unions are concerned. So very glad to hear that uh, a union tradition continues there in upstate New York. Drees, unionized workers at Amazon and at Starbucks. Assess this, bro. Yeah, the, the thing about this, though, is like you have like these individual um, Starbucks and these individual Amazon warehouses, right? Like they, you know, they have these movements towards like unionizing. Sometimes they're successful. Sometimes like they're not. I think Starbucks has like one, maybe two other like stores that are unionized. I think I could be wrong on that, but it's a couple that, that have tried. Uh, it's been tried at Amazon, right? So, but what happens is once these, you know, different stores or affiliates start, Right. Like the um, national companies kind of come in and they, they they automatically like they hire like lawyers. Right. And and um, these folks who actually have their whole like law practice is to prevent unions. Right. And they give them advice on how to do that. And, you know, there's laws you have to follow um, and you have rights um, to organize. Right. But they're but they're constantly kind of pushing the boundaries of those in these places, in the Starbucks stores, in the Amazon warehouse. So they can find a way to fire you, right? If you're helping organize a union and say it's not because of union organizing, it's because of something else. So that's probably what happened in both cases. And so I think this just speaks to what's happening in society is like folks are looking for more um, stability, uh, more pay, and they're trying to figure out like, how do you organize in a way um, to, to not only keep your job, but to like, just be able to like prosper and live. And you have companies and corporations pushing against that. And so it's just, it just pops up and shows up in these individual efforts. So I'm, I'm waiting to see like big massive movements towards like unions again. And I, I think that's the way that you'll see traction. Well, they have to have backup to do that, right? Because companies make examples, like they made an example of the young man Amazon and this young lady, like they fired them. So when you work in a job like that, non-unionized, hourly, oftentimes manual, physical kind of labor, 
you don't have a lot of options and privilege like we do. Like, yeah, fuck it. If I like, if I lost my job today, I would have a new job by Monday. No problem. But everybody's not in the position to do that. And so when we see these workers organizing around um, getting a union, then we as consumers need to support them. So if that's boycotting Starbucks, boycotting Amazon, I know I'm saying some shit that people are not gonna like, but these are the facts. Like you can't just retweet some shit and think you're doing something to support workers. You have to actually put your money where your mouth is. Oh, I'm all for uh, boycotting uh, Starbucks. They need to call it five bucks because that's how much that damn coffee costs at all costs. Uh, that's some expensive ass shit. And T. Petty, I'm with you with uh, boycotting Amazon. Uh, Amazon know me. Well, he don't know me. He know my house though by a first name base every day. More cardboard, more cardboard, more packages, more packages. Like you see that blue van with the smile, they smiling because they getting your money. I don't have an Amazon account. I don't know how it works. If, you know, if I was desperate, I might be able to use my uh, ops box to uh, go ahead and uh, order some stuff. But uh, I don't place orders on uh, Amazon. So I guess I'm pseudo boycotting. I'm benefiting from it. But, you know, if I had to, you know, just uh, go to a bricks and mortar store and get my products, I guess I'd be able to live that way. So they better get it together. But, uh, yeah, what's this? What's what's this prime now? One hundred forty nine dollars. It went up again. One sixty nine. Well, yeah, it it did go up again. And you just think about all the the businesses that corporations like Amazon and Walmart have ruined coming into communities and ruining the small businesses so they suck all those things up and then the people that are in those areas especially in like more rural and mid in like midwestern areas stuff like that they don't have a lot of other options so walmart is the only game in town amazon the only game in town um so they can get rid of competition and now they're doing what we see them doing raising prices themselves the same thing they came in on we can save you money and it's more convenient and now they got you hooked in the convenience and they're like haha by the way that convenience is not going to cost you an extra 40 dollars a year or whatever ridiculous that's, that's like a trillion and a half dollars is it something like that and just fees alone something and that and got membership it. and just membership that bald-headed ass Bezos is taking that money and doing what? Going to the moon and sending whack-ass uh, texts and shit to his girlfriends because he's going through a midlife crisis. Oh boy! All right. Well, I'll uh, keep my orders down. I'll uh, keep it to one or two products a month. But uh, you know, when I run out of deodorant and I have to go and uh, you know get a fresh six blister pack of deodorant, no, I got some fresh deodorant. I don't want to be stanking just because. I got beef with Bezos, but if I got to go to the- There are other options. That's true. Stankin is not <laughs> one of them. You have to but... wait until you're out of deodorant. <laughs> yes. All I will just say go is... to the store. <laughs> just go yes, to the store. Right around the corner. Uh, when, did, when did we get to the point in America where like going to the store was like a, a fucking chore? Like, okay, okay I be guess clear, I'll go to the store. Going to the store was always a chore. People that know me well know that I have always detested the grocery store. I just didn't have any options. Now we do have options. Hmm. Um, but then again, I mean, another, that sort of gig economy, those workers are also being taken advantage of. 
So, I mean, we have to be careful if we want to be like ethical and looking out for people who are less privileged than we are, then we have to look at all these services and shit that we use as a matter of convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Now pre-COVID, right? Saturday, that was my jam. That was my day. Get yeah. up early, have a cup of coffee, go and fill up the car. Then you um get the car washed. Then you get the uh, Whole Foods right before they open. Boom. They can stop at Trader Joe's. Bam. Get some lottery tickets. And then you chilling the rest of the day, especially in summertime. Right. Man, now it's like, uh, uh, people. Uh. Yeah. I mean, people is overrated anyway. So yeah, the Rona was definitely the game changer. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a game changer. So all right, I might have to do a little bit more bricks and mortar than to uh, keep uh, keep things together. Uh, Drees, the world of podcasting. I don't know if this is a ploy or not, or if this is a ratings grab. Your boy Joe Rogan said that quote: "If I have to walk on eggshells, I'll quit Spotify." T. Petty, you have put the T. Petty effect on him. You talked about Merrick Garland first, and then he had to get off his ass, and he did some shit. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Joe Rogan may or may not be leaving Spotify. Drees, he ain't going nowhere. I, they paying that man all this kind of money, and he get to talk all this smack. And he's he trying to act like uh, they putting a noose on him, like they they clamping down on him. They ain't doing nothing to that man. He's he just complaining. He's he getting paid a lot of money and still talking crazy. He ain't going nowhere. Hmm. T. Petty, I know you have, uh, let me count, zero fucks uh, given about Joe Rogan, but he says he might quit Spotify if he has to walk on eggshells. Then quit, you bald-headed ass bitch. I don't care if he quits or not. White men, privileged white men are the whiniest motherfuckers you ever did want to run into. They are perpetually complaining. They want to be victims so bad. Oh, I'm so oppressed with my $100 million contract. I'm a white man and I can't say nigger no more without people getting all in a huff. Fuck you, Joe Rogan, you raggedy bitch. Wow. He ain't right. going nowhere just for what T. Perry said. He get to say everything he want to say and he get paid. A hundred million nowhere. dollars. And he got the nerve to act like somebody is oppressing him. Fuck him. Mm. T. Petty, we don't want to go into it too deeply, but apparently we have something now called the T. Petty effect. You mentioned someone's name on this podcast and they come out of the woodwork <laughs> like roaches when you turn the light on. You said that Attorney General, uh, is it Merrick Garland? Garland? Yeah, Merrick. That's Merrick. Merrick, Merrick J. Garland. Garland. You told him that he had to get his thumb out of his ass and get the cracking on this J6 and other matters. And lo and behold, he's, he's doing some shit. Would you like to talk briefly about that? So... I admit that my impatience with seeing these raggedy motherfuckers running around free, popping off at the mouth, got the best of me. Y'all might not know this, but I'm a little impatient. Um, but Merrick Garland, apparently the, the Justice Department, not apparently, they move in silence like lasagna under Merrick Garland. So for those who don't know, the Oklahoma City bombing, Timothy McVeigh and that batch of rednecks. You know who was in charge of that prosecution that had zero leaks and 100% uh, conviction rates? Merrick Garland. Mm. And that took quite some time too. So I, maybe some of y'all don't remember, but that was back in the day, 1993. So mm -hmm. damn near 30 years ago. 
So we know that Mayor Garland knows how to get shit done, but goddamn, it's been a long time. And it seems like the the wheels of justice are grinding slowly and all this chewing up are like the little the little fish and they don't seem to be getting the uh, kind of sentences that we would expect. But you know, I'm, I'm hearing rumblings that things are happening, people getting held in contempt from Congress and shit is happening on the Justice Department side. I'm just looking forward to some perp walks. That's all I wanna see. That's all I wanna see. And y'all know your girl got called for federal jury duty, right? Oh boy! Oh what? boy! Yeah, and it was gonna—I was gonna be uh, on call for like a month, and then they canceled it. So I was wondering if I was gonna get—you know—it was gonna be some federal charges for uh for the y'all Kata insurrection because you know I was gonna go down there and lie and say that I could be. Shut up, Apple Watch. Go down there and lie and say I could be impartial. And as soon as one of them motherfuckers showed up, I'll be like, death penalty. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Where's the firing squad? T Patty so, Wow. I'm 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 uh I don't know. It's it's been over a year, but apparently things are are happening that we just haven't been privy to. But I still wish he would hurry his ass up. Okay. But okay. see, Penny, now you got me thinking about this, though, right? That um, maybe, you know, they're not getting these long sentences and um, because they they rolling over on people and it's building up and it's forming and it's getting, you know, to the people that was higher up. So maybe that that's it. They're climbing the ladder. Maybe it is. But man, it's taking a long time. And it just don't seem to take that long when it's us. So... Maybe it's happening. Merrick Garland, I mean, the man was a, was nominated to be on the Supreme Court, so we know he knows his stuff, but it's just taking a long time. Methodical. Maybe we just got to woosah on this and uh, trust this man. We'll see uh, what's coming. Why are we talking about the Tea Petty effect? Tea Petty, is there someone you'd like to call out in the public eye to do the right thing or someone that you'd like to send into eternal damnation? Apparently you have this power. Uh, okay. You know who's up on my list to send for eternal damnation? Who? That goddamn sea hag Marjorie Taylor Greene. She oh. is a raggedy bitch. So, uh, Jamie Raskin was giving a speech about holding some, some Trump acolytes, uh, in contempt of Congress. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this was yesterday, I think yesterday or Tuesday. And her and her split in stood up and started hackling him, talking about pedophilia and Ashley Babbitt and all other kind of shit. And he came back with a retort that shut her all the way up. And I'm here for it. Jamie Raskin, If for people that don't recall, he was the one that held the, um, what, the impeachment. He was the impeachment manager for Trump the second time. I was going to ask you, was it the first time? Or the it, was, it was the second time, right after the insurrection, and his son committed suicide Very just sorry that to previous hear that. week. That previous week, and he came and did his duty anyway. So he is a man of immense dignity. Um, and when she stood up and was yelling whatever rabble she was yelling, he was like, she can do that if she would like. I understand that there's a strong Putin-Trump axis in the GOP. 
and she can do that if she wants to, but that's not what we're doing over here. And I was like, oh, mm. yes, send a, a campaign contribution to that man. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what's <laughs> the I, I, I could hear the un, I underlying that. I could hear him say, you raggedy bitch. But he mm. couldn't say that, but I'm going to say it for you, JB. Fuck you, Marjorie. Mm. 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 Unbelievable. Drees, I don't know if you have the tea patty effect. Is there anyone in the public eye you'd like to draw back into the public eye? Or is there someone in the public eye that you'd like to send to eternal damnation? Ooh, this is a hard one here. Like, what's? Oh, I gotta think I about got this. I the one. power. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> I, you know, I, you know, I think I don't know. This is a hard one for me. I have to pass on this. I gotta think about this because this is that's a lot of power, T. Petty. <laughs> it's the uh, pressure getting to me. That seems like a whole lot of power. What is so many people to choose from? Ted Cruz, Tom mm-hmm. Cotton. Um, I know, but I want to make Matt it good. Though. If I got to if I got to do that, I'm Papa John. Who the hell is Papa John? <laughs> Papa the John, pizza yeah, the pizza yeah, man, the man from my pillow. <laughs> Anybody on Fox News? Oh know. yeah, Tucker Carlson, that bitch. Send yeah. him. Oh, I know who we can send. Who? The GOP in Tennessee. So did y'all hear what they did this week? No. Now keep in mind that they've been screaming about pedophilia all this time. They have legalized child marriage in the state of Tennessee. Please define child. How young? Yeah. How you define children? Children. <coughs> children. Wait, under eighteen. Like, what, 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 what do you mean? <sighs> Y'all. Yes. One of 17, their sixteen. Now y'all sound like R. Kelly. When you no, say no, I'm like, no, I'm saying they about. made the law, but like, it's <laughs> not like, so impossible, T. Penny. It is not impossible. No, it's like, not impossible. Was it like your brain don't want to cons- like? I know your brain don't want to think that they're that depraved, but they literally are. One of the leading people in that in their leadership down there in the GOP, his now wife, he met her when she was graduating high school and that bitch was in his forties. They're now oh, married boy. and have like a couple, three kids together. They are oh, sick Lord. and there's something wrong with them. Ew. Oh, and then we can also do the same thing for the GOP in Oklahoma who have effectively banned abortion in that state. I believe that happened on Monday. Oklahoma is contiguous to Texas. So that's not a shocker. And then there is another state today Alabama, I believe it was, that has banned all um, gender affirming care for trans teenagers. Um, So they will medically reverse any teenagers who are now in the midst of transitioning. Um, And we all know that the risk of suicide and self-harm among trans youth is much higher than the general population the attacks on the vulnerable members of society by the GOP are disgusting. Uh, And we tried to tell, black people try to tell you motherfuckers that they were not going to just stop with us. They coming after trans, LGBTQ, uh, interracial couples, like, oh, they coming after all of that shit. So y'all better buckle up and y'all better be ready to vote those motherfuckers out. The only way to 
stamp out this strain of insanity that's running through this country is to fully eradicate them once and for all. Not murder, I mean politically. That's what has to be done. Otherwise, this is just going to continue. Eternal damnation for that trio of states and for any others that would, uh, mm. you know, put right. out law. All just right. because something is legal don't mean that it's right. And justice yep. okay. and being right and legal is three totally, totally different things. All right. I, I got one now. I, this is, is I want to bring to light. Okay. You want to bring them out? Well, I just want to highlight this for everybody because this, okay. this one just, uh, okay, just gets me. All right. Nook and T. Petty. Y'all know now you should be thankful that it is illegal to lynch you. They finally passed that law in March. I be fucking die. <laughs> finally passed it and said. Thanks, whites. Thanks. <laughs> it is. And so I, I want to bring that with you like, because it was like, you mean to tell me it is 2022. It was back is in March last month, 2022. You just passed an anti-lynching legislation. Ridiculous. And like you couldn't come to an agreement on that? They couldn't until now. And I just will say, let's not give those motherfuckers any credit because we all know when it comes down to something that's really, really not gonna have much impact on you for real, they'll vote it in ceremonial stuff. That's about what this this what this that's what this was. Mm. Trust me. Fuck them. 200 mm. years. 200 years. But they still have not passed the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. You notice that. Mm. Oh yeah, I noticed that. You got Absolutely. you got um you got um Juneteenth day. Like you got mm. the Juneteenth and we we ain't gonna it ain't it ain't legal to let you no more. It's still illegal. And you mean we're gonna stop doing it. It's just mean it's illegal now. Just like that natural hair act they had to pass. It's like, oh, it's okay for you to have your natural hair. Um, thanks, but didn't need a law for that because, um, yeah, I'd be suing if uh, anybody said any. Well, I don't have any hair, but if I did, um, <laughs> I would be suing somebody uh, in the workplace if they had anything to say about my hair. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, the podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics, with a whole lot of laughs in between. Our full library of episodes is available on Apple Podcasts, and we ask you to share our show or share our shit, whichever one you feel is appropriate. Tell your friends, enemies, frenemies, your next door neighbor, your pastor, um, your dog groomer, uh, the numbers man, your weed man, uh, the people down at the liquor store. Tell them about the Digital Gumbo Podcast. They won't be disappointed. Again, download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. T. Petty and Dries, I'm going to, I don't even want to bring anybody out. I'm just going to reserve my uh, time and see if I can think of somebody I want to send to eternal damnation. There oh, are now wait a minute. How are you going to get it out of us and you're going to reserve yours? I got, I got to think about it, but I will be sending people to eternal I damnation. I told you was hard. I, gotta, I, gotta, I mean, yeah, I'll that, take your turn. If you, well, if you, obviously <laughs> not for T. Petty. <laughs> T. Petty oh, no, staying at the ready. I got a long list of motherfuckers that I can get rid of. Person number 1,078. <laughs> 1,079. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll figure somebody out to send to. Well, I got somebody for y'all in a minute. Hey, wait, wait. Okay, I do want to say, you know who um, who who sponsored that bill and worked on it for years? Who? Tim Scott. <laughs> Sir. You talking about the 
Now, Tim's got the, the black senator from South Carolina. What did that you say about him? He sponsored the anti-lynching legislation, which he you said he worked on for years. You can't trust a black man <laughs> that don't know how to use Carmex. Fuck Tim Scott, too. It's raggedy ass. Did he vote for Kataji uh, Brown Jackson? No. No, he did not. Fuck no. his bubble-eyed chiclet tooth ass, too. That's a damn shame that uh, Cinema and Joe Manchin, who are not on our trading cards of uh, favorite senators, uh, voted uh, and got information, but uh, Tim Scott couldn't and didn't. No, to hell with you, Tim not. Scott. Let's send Tim Scott to eternal damnation. How about that? I knew you could come up with it if you just tried to. <laughs> it didn't take long. Tim Scott, you have been cast into the lake of hellfire. Um, uh, Drees. Um, Lucky Charms, there have been reports around the country that people have gotten sick in multiple states after consuming bowls of Lucky Charms. There is a- well, Okay, wait, stop. That is not new. cereal. And I eat bowls and bowls of super sweet sugary cereal and this, not get sick. What, what is news about that? You Okay, you got to explain this one. There have been people that have been getting like violently ill, like vomiting, nausea, the whole nine yards. Um, after eating even just one bowl of Lucky Charms. So there's a recall for Lucky Charms right now. They're looking into seeing, you know, if there was bacteria or any type what? of foreign objects that got into the supply as far as Lucky Charms are concerned. So Drees, Lucky Charms are now unlucky charms if you get the wrong <laughs> damn box. Yeah, yeah and who, who knows? Because like the thing with Lucky Charms is so sugary and sweet even if it was some poison in there, you would not taste it. So you you probably you you would consume all of it, right? Like on some food, you might say, this food is off. Something's wrong with this. I'm gonna stop eating this. This this is off. But like with Lucky Charms, you probably just don't know. So people eat the whole bowl or a couple of bowls, and then whatever it's in it contaminated with, they got it and they sick. But who knows what that contamination is? It yeah, can be anything. Looking- they're looking into it and telling people if they bought a box and they didn't get sick, they can return it for a full refund. And um, yeah, the, the cereal's under recall. T. Patty uh-huh. on Lucky Charms. That's so disturbing because I don't really eat sugary cereals anymore. But when I did, Lucky Charms is one of my favorites. It's, it's top notch. Mm. So <clears throat> I don't know what's in it that could make you sick like this. Like, damn. Oh, all of my little childhood stuff is just taking people out left and right. Yeah, yeah. Nobody died yet, so that's good. But maybe you know, <laughs> wait, and wait. Yes, let me even we... ask you this: Is kids getting sick, or is it adults? Kids, adults, everybody. 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 Wow. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, T. Petty, how many marshmallows and colors can you name from Lucky Charms? The old charms and the new charms. All I remember is green clovers, uh, horseshoes. <laughs> That's a horseshoes. Purple horseshoes, right? Horseshoes, yeah, yeah. Yep. Green I mean, clovers. And I see you know more than me. I don't well, know. I just know. I just ate them. I didn't keep track. White of marshmallows. Yeah. No. Um. I was saying that they should make this a citizenship question. If you don't know this, apparently you two would be kicked out of the country. <laughs> Clearly, I but, would be. Why do you know it is a real question? Oh uh, shit! I didn't watch that commercial over and over and over. Pink hearts, yellow moons, orange oh. stars, green clovers, blue diamonds. T. Petty, you were correct. Purple horse. Why you got orange stars? Or, hey, I didn't make it's the a, colors and shapes. I mean, That's just what they, they made them orange. 
orange stars, <laughs> green clovers, blue diamonds, purple horseshoes, red, green, was it yellow, red balloons, and green trees. Yeah. And then they green had those, clovers. no damn trees and lucky charms. Green they, clovers. They, they had tree marshmallows <laughs> at one they time. They did not. Oh. Yes, they did. They had to be like ecological. So they put um they put trees in there. They also at certain times had the lucky um cauldron, the little pot of gold with the oh, rainbow yeah. on it as well. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They had they had a lot of um they had a lot of and then it was like, I make a spaceship and fly away. I was like, no, oh, that was racist as fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you think about it, it's like, okay, it's a leprechaun, right? But does the leprechaun necessarily have to have that whack ass uh accent? <laughs> that was that see how they ingrain that shit in us always going up. I was I make a, a paper plane and fly away. Like what the fuck? <laughs> That's racism. See there? That's that shit that they ingrained in you since you was five. <laughs> Rosted lucky charms. They're magically, magically delicious. delicious. And my, it might kill your ass. You better check them boxes, y'all, for real, for real. Damn, y'all got to move on to the healthier cereals now. Please no don't worries. tell me nothing's wrong with honey bunches of oats, which is my current favorite. Oh, no, I'm not going to let them do nothing to it. Your honey bunches of oats. It's all Thank good. God. Yeah. Leave those untouched. Please. Um, let's see. The internet challenge that was going around this week, and there were varying degrees of success on this. Name five African countries without Googling it. Drees, we're gonna kick that one okay. off with you. I know you got this. All right, All right. five African um, countries: uh -huh. Liberia, yes, Niger, yes, um, Nigeria. I knew you was gonna say Nigeria right after you said Niger. <laughs> yeah, because that's a gimme. <laughs> I mean, I got so far. I got ten so far. <laughs> Two to go. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. And I got to get one more for for the the, the pass the test. Yeah, get one, one more. more to pass the test. Oh, I'm gonna go with this one because people be tripping. Egypt. Egypt. That is correct. That is I know correct. people people don't know that one because they try to say it's in the it's in the Middle East. It's in Africa. Those Middle are East, Africa. Negroes. Remind Absolutely. me to tell y'all about my story about <laughs> Egypt when I went. A couple years ago. Okay. Okay. T. Petty, do you want me to spit five, or you got five hot, uh, five hot African countries that you could uh, holler off right quick? I mean, you can go first if you want to, and you okay. can't repeat none that that uh, that Dries said either. Oh, okay. I'm glad I went first now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got uh, I got uh, Chad, mm -hmm. uh, Benin, mm -hmm. uh, Togo. Oh shit! Okay. What? Okay, All right. I wouldn't have got that one. Togo, what? Okay. Um, the Ivory Coast, sir. That is not a country. That's a country. <laughs> it's Cote de Ivory. It's the okay. Ivory Coast. Now, oh, then you got to say it like that. They don't call their country the Ivory Coast. Well, okay. It was like a colonialism type thing. They called it. <laughs> it's French, but they just you're right. You're right. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. You're right. I'm not gonna even hold you on the colon on the colonizer. Yeah. Uh, you, you got one more. You got one more. Uh, I found this out because I took one of them uh, 23 and me and your saliva test. Uh, Ghana. Apparently, my father is from Ghana and my grandfather as well. So it all fits together. That's mm -hmm. West Coast Africa. 
And yep. apparently great, great, great granddad Bishop came over on a ship to South Carolina. And we talked about this, uh, Drees. Yeah, I knew My that. people was P-D Indian, P-E-E-D-E-E. And yep. um, I need to make a, a pilgrimage home uh, sometime in the next couple of years. Dude, to find I, out. I, this past like, weekend, I just crossed over the Great PD River. So right there. That's what's up. I've been called a couple of other letters uh, in my life, but they didn't call me <laughs> PD. PD for me stands for police department, and I ain't got nothing to do with that. But I'm part PD Indian, and uh, we'll leave that at that. So there's my there's my hot five uh, from Africa. T. Petty. Okay. Yours, yours. Yeah, I know my memory is bad. So if I say one that y'all said, then I'll do a different one. Okay. Uh, uh, Tanzania. Yes. Kenya. Yes. Uganda. Yes. Angola. Angola, oh, yes. Uh, Cameroon. Cameroon, correct. All right. Correct. Nice. Was that? Wasn't uh, Eddie Murphy, was that trading places like I'm like, an exchange student from Cameroon? I don't know, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about problematic. Remember Dan Aykroyd in blackface in that? Oh, oh my Lord. God. Yes. Oh, Lord. With the dread. Oh, my People God. Just, Woo, that movie was problematic, but it's classic. <laughs> Inga from Sweden. Yeah, make the Swedish meatballs. <laughs> and then the white dude was dressed, put him in the gorilla. <laughs> yes. And that's old boy from um the Breakfast Club. Mess yes. with you get the horns. <laughs> yes, yes. Unbelievable. Oh, classics, um, classics. Bo Diddley was in that movie. He said 50 bucks. This watch sells time simultaneously in six time zones, including zero, 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other line? Uh, look at him, look at him. He's got all the drugs, pink ones, blue ones. He's got all the drugs, all these pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, let's try and get this um, uh, podcast. I was going to say this black podcast uh, back on track, but it is a black podcast. Let's get our black podcast back on track. Well, um, I, I want to know, like, what that was. That was the challenge, and people couldn't get the challenge. Oh, people could not. No, no, no. People, people still think Africa. Wait, is wait, a, wait. Did any did anybody say Zamunda? And no, Wakanda? no. <laughs> That's no, like did not say Wakanda or Zamunda. Thank God. God, please, y'all, please don't embarrass us. Oh like Lord, that. we what mentioned some, huh? Oh, so y'all know it's opening day down here, and I just saw a lot of sparks and shit. Um, it's fireworks. Yes, not gunshots sure like it was had, last season. I know. I had to make sure that no buildings around here were on fire because that's what it looked like out of the corner okay. of my eye. Okay, sorry. Continue. Next story. Next story. No worries okay. at all. We talked about uh, South Carolina, and I guess we can talk about uh, Black excellence as well. Women's Final Four, first and foremost. All three of us correctly predicted <laughs> that South Carolina would take the championship, which they did, beating Connecticut. And uh, Dawn Staley and her South Carolina Lady Gamecocks put that first L on Gino Oriema and the Lady Huskies from Connecticut. First uh, time he's ever lost in the championship. He was 11-0, is now 11-1. T. Petty, take us around the horn on that. So, you know, this was my Super Bowl for me. The, uh, the conclusion of the best time of the year for sports. 
So uh, Connecticut has had a lot of adversity this season, lots of injuries. They typically play with a, a pretty short bench, so they didn't have a lot of uh, to, to fall back on. Um, their main star, Paige Beckers, came back um, a couple weeks before the tournament, so she was just really rounding into form. I was actually kind of surprised that they even made it to the finals, I was definitely expecting them to bow out and probably the um, elite eight or in the semifinal game. So those ladies definitely don't have anything to uh, hang their heads about. They had a fantastic season. Um, despite all of the adversity, the in adversity, the injuries, the losses that were unexpected. Um, so they will be back next year. He's got some studs coming in next year, some bigs that will, uh, put them right back in championship form. Um, but hats off to Don Staley uh, and the South Carolina Gamecocks. They were ranked number one from the preseason all the way through to the end of the season. They had one loss. Uh, Aaliyah Boston, dominant. Uh, Destiny Henderson, the point guard, had 26 points, I think, all kinds of assists, steals. It was a perfectly executed flawless game plan for South Carolina from start to finish. They led from wire to wire in this game and Connecticut. Uh, ooh, we're getting embarrassed in that first, first mm. half, quite, quite honestly, mm -hmm. they did come back and make a game of it later on. And the final score ended up being, I believe 64 to 49. So slightly a bit more competitive in the second half than the score would indicate, but Don Staley has her, Second national championship. She did it with um, an amazing group of young ladies who deserve all the credit in the world. And I was very, very proud, of course, Black excellence. And Dawn Staley is unapologetically Black. Every game, she's on the sidelines. Championship game, she had on a Louis outfit, I do believe, a Louis like starter jacket with some shoes. So she was just blackity black, black all the way through. I love Dawn Staley. I've loved her since I was a kid. Amazing. <laughs> and she's just an amazing coach. And it's uh, so nice to see her success on all these different levels. And I look forward to seeing uh, seeing them come back next year and do it all over again. Absolutely. Dries, before I toss it over to you, I will echo T. Petty sentiments on Dawn Staley. Been uh, in love with her uh, since her days at Temple. Uh, her resume is longer than 18 children's uh, Christmas lists. Uh, <laughs> college, um, uh, she's in the Hall of Fame uh, for basketball, multiple gold medals, um, now multiple national championships, um, Olympic coach as well. She can do it all. And um, like T. Petty said, uh, she's also the highest paid college coach you play good, they pay good. They pay good, you look good, and it all goes together. And she is the total package. And she will drop 30 on you at the Rucker right now. For anybody <laughs> thinking they got game, she got game. She'll drop it on you with 10 assists and 10 rebounds to a triple-double in the middle of the summer. Uh, Dree, South Carolina wins it on the men's side. And then you can talk about uh, Kansas uh, winning it on the uh, on the men's side. Excuse me, South Carolina on the women's side, and then Kansas won it on the men's side. So we was one out of two in our uh, in our final four prediction or championship prediction on the men's side. 
Yeah, so like uh, like South Carolina, like you mentioned, like the great thing too, like they are paying her new, like the bonuses she got. I think I saw a story about it, and it's like, yes, sir, they, and they should pay her. So like that's that's good to hear too. That it's like you know women are amazing athletes, coaches, all of that, and they deserve to be paid too. So so big ups for that. The other thing I'll say about like um, the women winning in like South Carolina is like they threw this big um, parade for them. And everything is like like planning a parade and everything like that. So just the love that um, you know that they're showing for for these champions, basically, right? And so they're they're getting their due there too. So that it's just it just feels really good. And and to kind of be connected to that, having that be my alma mater too, is just it's just really good. So that's that's amazing. Um, all right, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, on the North Carolina side, man, we just wanted to give props to uh, Hubert Davis, took over for Roy Williams in his first year, took the Tire Heels to the championship, came up a little short, but uh, they'll be back. And, um, man, it was uh, good to see that brother get in there and uh, represent and keep, you know, Carolina alive and afloat. Uh, five and one in the championship series in March Madness, nothing to sneeze at. And uh, just wanted to give that brother props for getting the Tire Heels to the finals. Yeah, and I, I think I said this before. It's like it's just like great basketball there, right between South Carolina and North Carolina, and they're only like you know an hour and a half like kind of span. It it reminds me too. It's like I remember like um um when I was uh in Ohio, right? And you had like Kentucky, Louisville, like all that stuff was like within like a couple of hours from each other, just like great ball. So it is it is something like when you have these um different regions of the country. And just like great athletic teams kind of coming out, out of out of those particular regions. So it's it's been good. Absolutely. And uh, on a personal note, you know, I'm from upstate New York. I want to give props out to Felicia Leggett Jack. She uh just uh, she was a head coach for women's basketball at the University of Buffalo. She has now accepted a position to be the new head coach for women's basketball at Syracuse University. So you have Andy. a legend there in Jim Bayheim. And uh, to get that uh, job is uh, quite a, a crown jewel. I'm sure it will not be her last stop, but this next stop is a major, major move. I look forward to her and her success that she'll have in the ACC going forward with uh, Syracuse. So uh, definitely shout out to Felicia Leggett Jack. Uh, again, Black uh, coaching excellence on the women's side and uh, looking forward to them making March Madness next year and uh, seeing how far they can go. Um, let's wrap uh, it up. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I yes, ma'am. I to say about the men's game. You did I'm, this to me last week, bro. We not finna do this. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, ma'am. Number one, I just wanted to say Don Staley earned $2.9 million this year, plus 500000 for winning the championship. And, and overall $22 million contract. <laughs> yes. so go ahead on, Don. Yes. Make your money, sis. That's what's up. Um, the North Carolina-Kansas game. Uh, another situation where Kansas was getting embarrassed in that first half. Uh, North Carolina came out on fire. I think they went into the locker room at halftime up 15. And then Kansas came out and made a game of it. It was such a good game. Uh, the perfect way to end the college basketball season. Hats off. You know, you know, rooting for everybody black. Um, so hats off to Hubert. Um, and the job he did coaching that team this season, it's never easy stepping into coming into a legendary program. Just ask Tubby Smith. He'll let you know. 
Um, but he did a, a masterful job. And I believe North Carolina was seeded number eight. So it's not like they were like highly touted coming into this tournament. So he did an amazing job. Um, kudos to Kansas and that stupid ass rock chalk Jayhawk, whatever. Rock, yeah, that's it. I hate that saying. Rock chalk um, Jayhawk. It's so stupid. What the fuck does that even mean? Hmm. Um, but uh kudos to both teams for a game well played and a thoroughly enjoyable season. So I'm just ready for college basketball to start all over again. And next year, I'm going to be in somebody's final four. Men or women don't make a difference to me, but that's not true. I would prefer the women over the men. So okay. next next end of March, April, I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be at the final four. That's what's up. That's what's up. Travel goals by T. Petty. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the player with the blackest name in the entire March Madness Remy tournament. Martin. Remy Martin. <laughs> now, why his mama Ooh. do that to him? Why did his mama do that to him? Remy, wow. Wow. call me and let me know why your mama renamed you that. Please don't let us say because that's what she was drinking the night you were conceived. Man, look. Now, I don't really know if he's going to get the story behind that one. Too. It's got to mm. be. Oh, my God. I don't know if he's going to get to the next level as far as basketball is concerned. That's irrelevant. But was I he a even, senior? Huh? Was he a senior? I don't know if he's a junior or a senior, but, you know, he's going to be yeah. playing basketball somewhere. But you best believe if my name was Remy Martin, I would be having me a uh, internship at Remy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> it would be sponsorship. My name is Remy Martin. Exactly. You don't even got to put nothing on the rest of the resume. Like Remy Martin, your address and your uh, email, your email address and phone number, and you, you can holler at me. And then boom, and get in there, find out how they blend it, the whole nine yards, the oak barrels, how they age it. Make sure they make a special bottle for you. Put it in like a you know a crystal bottle and just sell it. Boom, boom, boom. Because the kids can do the name, image, likeness. I don't know if he's old enough to drink. Yeah, now, but you best yeah. believe I will be having is, a family uh, member. I just looked it up. He's twenty three. Okay, so boom, man. Unless he's, taking a, unless he's taking a COVID year, this was his senior year. Okay, all right, Remy Martin, man, sell that cognac, bro. Come on, man, that, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. Remy, like if your name was Applejack, so yeah, that's like if your name was Applejack. Like you know, you selling cereal the rest of your life. <laughs> you gonna get paid. That's you know, sugar corn pop, whatever your name is. I'm, I'm not mad at it. That's what's up. All right, y'all, um, let's bring it home. We got uh, a shout out, flowers. Uh, a final thought or prediction. T. Petty, would you like to go first? Uh, I will go first. And I, I'm going to end the show the way that I started. Shout out to Supreme Court Justice elect Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Just all the flowers and kudos to you, sis. Uh, just can't wait to see you up there shining as the only Black person on the Supreme Court. It's amazing. That's it. That's what That's I got. That's what's up. Super flowers. Super flowers. All of them. That's right. That's right. Uh, Drees, final thought, shout out, prediction, or flowers? All right. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to go with a pre prediction. Okay. I'm going to go for a prediction. And the prediction is Katanji Brown-Jackson is going to get on the Supreme Court and she's gonna let all her fabulous black women out. I'm talking about like we're gonna be we're gonna be like reading quotes. 
We're going to be like reading all kind of stuff that she's going to bring a flavor there that you never seen on the Supreme um, Court. I think it was um, Nina Totenberg from NPR has she report on the Supreme Court justices and, and, and what they're doing. I think she's going to have to totally change it up because it's going to be new. That's my prediction. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Quote Nina Totenberg, you man, you got class and culture and shit. Damn. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's <laughs> Nina Totenberg, that's that's how she broke down. She broke down everything for the Supreme Court. I don't know if she's still doing it now, but like when she was doing it, that's how I would get my Supreme Court news to Nina Totenberg. Okay, we might need you to fact check that and make sure that Nina Totenberg ain't dead. <laughs> well, speaking of dead, do y'all think Clarence Thomas is dead? No, he's alive. He's alive. Because look, now look, look. Now I would have maybe believed it about uh, Justice Scalia, rest in peace. But you sure know as soon as the millisecond a nigga is dead, (laughs) nigga has died. The nigga has served the country for so many years. Uh, Sorry to that nigga and peace to that nigga. Peace, nigga. Look, uh, we're now accepting resumes for all white people to fill the nigga's shoes. They might stink and they might be Air Jordans, but you can fill them. I think Clarence Thomas is whiter than a lot of white people. Like he literally hates himself and us. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. I'm, I'm sorry, I interrupted your thing. My bad. All right, he's still alive. Him and his fuck ass wife. Continue. Right. My bad. Here's my final thought, and I need y'all to put your thinking caps on with this. Okay. Now, uh, the war in Ukraine by Russia is continuing. The Russian troops have withdrawn from Chernobyl. Now, I didn't talk to y'all about Chernobyl and all the juices and shit with the nuclear waste and whatnot that's in that plant. They withdrew from the plant, but I don't trust this shit. One, there's landmines all over Ukraine that Russian troops have placed there. But two, y'all know how this goes, right? When there's um, something that's like looks to the outsiders like a benign target, and then the enemy occupies it, and then when they retreat and leave it, Something is not good there. Yeah, yeah. I hope that they that, that have seems not, suspect, right? Exactly. I hope that they have not put no, um, you know, detonator devices in there or something like that. And but they ain't even got new detonator stuff. They can just sabotage some equipment, Man, and then you go into like a nuclear meltdown kind of thing. Exactly. And you know exactly. they talk about all these safety protocols, but like you had Fukushima and all that stuff. It was like stuff broke down, so you never know. Look, you might be right on that. Exactly. So I need they need to be watching that with a guarded eye, and uh, you know, hopefully your man man don't be like, I want my money back and my uh, ships, uh, and take your hands off my daughter's finances, or I'm a blow this joint to smithereens. So we got to be real protective of that. Um, it's going to take some brave brothers to go over there and check that out and make sure everything is good. But then you putting yourself at risk by going in there because. You know, if you go to get a Geiger counter in there and see what type of radioactivity is in there, again, I said they was going in, you get that stuff on your boots, your shoes, you get into a tank or a submarine and you'd be with people real close and who knows what they're dying of either now or in the future. But again, the imminent threat, I think, will, might be some type of uh, improvised devices that's in there or anything that could be set off remotely. But I hope that is not the case. War is a nasty, deadly awful awful thing and uh, i hope that it does not come to that as far as uh, the war in ukraine is concerned so i want to continue to uh, wish peace uh, to their people and that this uh, war comes to an end um it carries on now to its sixth or seventh week i know this is like the third month uh, since everything but uh, again just want to pray for peace 
all over the world, but especially in Ukraine. And uh, I hate to, to end stuff on a, a sad note like that, but uh, just uh, something I was thinking about because I think about crazy things all the time, all the time. Um, y'all got anything else? Did I miss any stories or is there anything else that I left out in this podcast before we hop out of here? Uh, nothing we can't pick up next week. We'll touch back on this Ukraine stuff next week because I got something to say. A couple of things to say about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Teresa? Yeah, I think you got everything. Okay, okay. Um, T. Petty, you know how they used to do it on the old shows. Well, tune in next time. Is Clarence Thomas alive? Find out on episode 84 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, so again, uh, this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode 83. Uh, our full library of episodes is available uh, on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Uh, download, follow, rate, and review today. We're also on your smart speakers, including the one named Alexa. And as I turn my Alexa device off and also uh, on Google Assistant and all your smart devices, if you have a TV, a smart TV, you can play the Digital Gumbo podcast on it and listen to us while uh, you work from home or, you know, work out or whatever it is that you might do at home. And uh, you can definitely check out the Digital Gumbo podcast. Again, I am all talked out. So we will check y'all next time. Y'all good? Good. I'm good. Till next time, stay safe, stay warm. And uh, guess who got the, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, guess who got their fourth booster shot? What? What, you don't qualify for no fourth booster? Mr. T. No, not me. Oh. Oh. (laughs) What the hell? How you get that? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he got his his fourth booster shot and he tweeted uh, on it. I was going to do the tweet as Mr. T, but uh, I have seen that I have misplaced it. Um, hold on one second. Let's see, <laughs> you know what happened? They said Mr. T got his booster shot, right? And then I read the quote, I read the tweet as if I was Mr. T, and it made it funny. Hold on, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if like Morgan Freeman tweets something, you tweet it, you would read it yeah. as if uh, Morgan Freeman, you can hear his voice. Okay, here's Mr. T. Just received my second uh, Moderna. <clears throat> Take two. Excellent. <laughs> Just received my second Moderna booster vaccine, and I feel good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh fuck! I can't read this tweet. Either. Okay. Take two. Action. Just received my second Moderna booster vaccine, and I feel good. I'm still gonna wear my mask and keep my distance because the virus ain't over, fool. That's Mr. T's tweet, so. Mr. That's T. That's like, Mr. T. That's how authentic. Mr. T's like 69 years old. It's like, damn, you think that he's a contemporary, but no, he's like almost damn near 70. So that's off to Mr. T uh, for getting his uh, second booster shot. And that's what's up. That's what's All up. All right, so. Mr. T. Good. Yeah, that's good. All right, nice. Continue to wear your mask. Don't waterboard yourself by wearing a mask and then to get wet in these April showers. I've done that. And breathing. <laughs> I've done Bruce that. Bruce did that last year. <laughs> God, he's still with us. Why can he breathe in the rain? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, y'all. Till next time, we are out. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. One love. Take care of yourself and each other. Call somebody this week that you ain't talked to in a long time and tell them that you love them. One love.
But I ain't calling no no motherfucker I ain't talked to in a while. <laughs> <laughs>